Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. It's always game day in Cleveland. The Browns getting set for their last preseason game. And then they don't return to the field until September 11th against Carolina on the road. So there's a long break. Cutdowns coming up on Tuesday. Um, Daryl, Joe Batonio stepped out and said, it's us against the world. That was right. Wasn't that right after the Jacksonville game when Deshaun was taking some pretty good heat from the fans there, right? Isn't that what spurned that? I thought that's what spurned that. Yeah, it was August 14th after the Jacksonville game. Uh, Joe Batonio was asked about um, the booing that happened in Jacksonville. And and remember, that stadium in Jacksonville was – at best a third full but you could hear but you could hear the booing through the television for uh deshaun watson and so you know betonio was asked about the booing and whether you know that's something that he expects and i'll just read you the quote verbatim he said i'm sure in every stadium we go to will be booed I don't know if it'll get worse. I think people get tired of booing. I'm sure every time he goes out there, there'll be some sort of boo to start and we'll go from there. And then a couple of questions later, Batonio was asked to clarify, Hey, are you just talking in general that the team's going to get booed or just, you know, Jacoby out there or just cause Watson, whatever. And then this was the quote unquote comfort, uh, controversial quote from Joel, which I, I completely disagree. It's funny. With I heard it. I didn't think it was controversial. I, at, I didn't at all. either, but all the aggregators and all the keyboard warriors, you know, <laughs> went out warrior, and nice. were piling on Joel. So he said, I'm not sure about that. You know, I think once Deshaun came out of the game, we got booed less, but you go to a road game, they boo you anyway. So you know what I mean? We'll see how it goes. I'm sure it seems like more than ever Cleveland against the world. So we'll be ready for it. And that's what I guess. And by the way, that statement has been used over and over for the last, what, decade that we've heard that? I mean, it started with the Cavaliers. 
Right. It, it just, it got every, all the keyboard warriors went bananas over that. And uh, all the aggregate websites jumped on Joel and, and whatnot. So today he was asked to, if he had heard about all the, the grief that he was getting. And this was his response. Yeah, I noticed it. Um, and, you know, I mean, I, I noticed, and, and what I said was, you know, we're going to go to the stadiums and we're going to get booed by people, no matter who's playing quarterback for us. And as a team, we come out and say, you know, Cleveland against the world. If people want to take that in the wrong context or talk about it in the wrong context, you know, that's their opinion. But I know we have good people on this team that, that are, are are working hard and trying to do the best for the Cleveland Browns. And that's why I'm at as a, as a player who's been here for nine years. And if someone wants to think that I don't, you know, love and and appreciate things in my in my life you know that, that's their opinion but i know where i'm at and um you know where i'm at with cleveland and the people on this team yeah so you know much ado about nothing to, to be perfectly honest with you but again um you know people like to get excited uh over some of the the smallest stuff and anyone that knows joel batonio like he really is the salt of the earth he's just such a great guy um, he's been here nine years, seen just about darn near anything and everything, the good, the bad, the brutally ugly, uh, when it comes to being a Cleveland Brown and he just, he's just a, a great guy. And so for people to take one quote and run with it, like he, uh, committed some, sin here i just i thought that whole thing was a shame i i really do and and once again what he did was he answered it with the utmost honesty and class yeah daryl i i think you're right i mean i don't know how else joel's gonna handle that situation i and i don't actually think he said anything that was it, to me it's just people on the outside looking for a reason to be mad and they found their headline and he took something that is just kind of unique I don't know if it's unique to our city. I think every city does it, but it became unique to us years ago. And I don't think Joel said anything that was out of line and didn't, I don't think it was very controversial. So I think if you were looking for a place to make things more controversial, as you said, TMZ, like um, that's why you would have gone a little bit overboard with that, right? Someone clueless to the situation or not understanding what Cleveland's all about, I guess. Yeah. And like Joel Batonio is the last guy you're looking for controversy from. Like you right. really, you really have to dig deep to turn Joel Batonio into a controversial figure, which he's not. So, um, you know, hopefully that's the end of that. But, um, yeah, I mean, he handled it as – and here's the thing about Joel, too, is, like, he answers everything honestly. Yeah. He answers it with a lot of depth and a lot of thought. He's not um, – he's not a give you a 10-second cliche sound bite like you know some guys are he's been doing this a long time he's the longest tenured brown him and charlie hewlett are the two longest tenured browns they came they you know they came to the team together mm -hmm. um so yeah i i just i i was kind of i'm not gonna lie i i'm a little biased when it comes to joel because he's such a great guy but i i was a little annoyed when i saw some of those uh headlines a couple of weeks ago off that uh, uh comment
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Let's talk about Joel and the rest of the offensive line. So we got to figure, and it's pretty much said that um, Chicago is going to run their guys. Sounds like they want to get their plays in more than maybe just on the time. Um, and if you're the Browns, what are you doing with your first team offense? Are you going to put your starting quarterback out there against the second team with the uh, second team offensive line? What, what What's the game plan for Saturday night as far as who's on the field, what we'll see from the Browns and, what makes sense? Because there's a lot of people that say, it's another preseason game. What's the difference? Why would you do this? Why would you put an offensive lineman out there when you lost your starting center two snaps in? And I'm like, if you're going to put your starting quarterback out there, you better put your starting offensive line out. What do you think they're going to do? Yeah, well, I mean, Matt Eberflus has already come out and said that he plans to play his starters around uh, the first half. So you're looking about 25, 30 snaps for those guys. Okay, that that's about a half of football. And my anticipation, even Kevin, even though Kevin Stefanski hasn't said this yet, I think that that's what he's going to do as well. Because as he had mentioned, I actually asked the question, you know, because the joint practices, they get together with the opposing coaching staff and they work out how practice is going to run. What are they going to work on and, and, and things like that. So just for fun, I was like, hey, uh, you know, do you coordinate with the opposing team about what you're trying to accomplish in the preseason game? Because it doesn't matter. Whether you win or lose doesn't matter. Let's be honest about it. It might matter for other reasons, but it, it, it just it, it doesn't matter in the standings. So, um, and it's it's one of my arguments against preseason football is you're at the mercy of the ebbs and flows of the preseason game as to whether or not you can work on stuff. That's why I was advocating instead of kicking the 19 yard field goal uh, at the end of the first half with one second on the clock against the Eagles, put put the red zone offense back out there, run an extra snap. Who cares if you score or not? Yes, you want to see the execution on the film and and things like that. But I just felt like that was more important than Cade York needing the confidence of, hey, I made a 19-yard field goal into the dog pound because that really mattered, right? Right, right. Yeah. No, you're right. So, and, and you know, Stefanski did acknowledge that, yeah, he had spoken with Eberflus and they went over a couple of generic things. You know, uh, you're not going to see jumbo packages and, things like that in the game. There are rules of engagement, if you will. I think he actually called them rules of engagement, didn't did he? he? I think he did, okay. yeah. All right, well, then I'm... I'm. Uh, no, you're right. That's probably why you're thinking that. I mean, <laughs> I'm, he said I'm, it, so... I'm plagiarizing Kevin Stefanski. I'm quoting him accurately then. Yeah, the, like the, well, they went over rules of engagement. So my anticipation, half of football for Jacoby Brissett uh, and the starters on both sides of the ball. And then the second half, it's, you know, mop-up duty with uh, Josh and Josh. Josh and Josh or just Josh Rosen? Are you? Would you put your second-string quarterback out yeah, there? Oh, 100%. You, yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah, you would. Him, you have him play the third quarter, and you have Rosen clean up in the fourth. 100%. Gotcha. Um, I, 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 there's a, a theory there about whether you play your starters or not, and I don't know if I, I – what do you think? I mean, do you play it's your starters? rehearsal. You have to. Like you don't play, you don't play a meaningful football game for another two weeks. 
that's the last time you're going against somebody else not wearing your uniform for what for happens if you weeks. if you have two offensive linemen blow out their knees Quit living in your fears that you andy the third preseason game i, I mean i'm looking at this always I, I, been this way it's yeah. always been this way the debate has been for the third preseason game do you bring the starters out of the locker room and we have seen in years where the answer was yes, and that was because the starters played like crap in the first half. Right. No, no, I remember. Trying to end on a positive note type thing. Like that, to me, that was always the debate for that third preseason game was, yeah, you're going to play your starters. The question is how long and do you bring them out of the locker room? And and, and some coaching philosophies, yeah, I want them to go through halftime, go through a warm-up, and then get back on the field, get that first series in, and then once that's done, they come off the field that's where the baby. Yeah. You absolutely have to play those guys. Jacoby Brissett has to see the field in the preseason. Dude's going to start 11 games for the Browns. I'm with right? you. I'm with you. I'm not, I'm not, I just don't know how long I'm going with him. And I'm definitely not putting him out there. If my first line, if my first offensive line isn't out there with him, I want yeah, my guys that we're paying money to, to protect him, to protect him in a right. preseason game. Let me, you, you brought up something and, and I heard it during the press conference itself. And I start to um, I start to wonder about the new world we're living in with gambling. Okay, and he said that he had talked to Matt Eberflus about what they were going to do, what kind of blitzing they would do, how many plays the starters would play, and all that stuff. And in first of all, I think if you're gambling on preseason football, man, you got a problem. <laughs> you know the phone number they give out all the time. I think you need to call it. Okay, because I, I just I, I you I just. I just think you you got an issue. But if we're going to live in a world of gambling, do we want the coaches going over the game plan with each other? Because I, I got to believe that somewhere down the road, it's going to be like, I would take preseason off the board. If the coaches know what's going on and you're well, not playing to win. The game. I don't think they're fixing the game. Are they? Right? If, if, if I'm telling you the plays before they come to you, well, they're not telling you the plays. They're just saying, hey, we're not going to use these type of packages. We're not using a jumbo package or a goal line package. Or we're not going to do this type of a a, a blitz. Like in the Pro Bowl, say like Pro Bowl rules. We're using Pro Bowl rules this weekend. or so, you, you know what I'm saying? Like I hear you. I, I don't but think. But do you see a, where like I have red flags going up about this, about well, gambling I, I, and all this? Look, okay, so I, I'm not I crazy. Totally no, no, no. I, okay. I totally get where you're coming from. But I, I I do agree. Like I don't think preseason games should even be on the board. Like the fact that there's a point spread for a preseason game is insane to me because the game I, I think so too. It's a practice game. It's a scrimmage. That's what that, that, I mean. That's what preseason games are. They're scrimmages, right? right. Yeah, that, that's what they that's, are. They're scrimmages. Right. right. I give. I, I got it. All right. You brought up the line. I want to talk about the line when we come back because not the line in this game. What is the line in, for the Bears game? By the way, I have no idea. I do know the first game. The first game is one and a half, isn't it? Well, against the Panthers, yes. Yeah, and by the way, the quarterback you thought wasn't good enough here is favored to beat you week one, no matter who you have a quarterback. So think about that for a second. We'll talk about that when we come back. I also want to talk about Art Modell and other things you need to know for the Browns and Bears on Saturday night. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. If you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the podcast. Back after this. 